What's up and what's happening, TPE fam? This week's TPE episode is going to be comprised of our daily dose of leadership episodes. This episode is a compilation of our daily broadcast that comes on Monday through Friday live via Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitch. You guys sit back and enjoy. Thank you for joining us. But today's topic is going to be grow yourself, grow your organization. Um, and this topic really uh, is important to me and it really slapped me in my face because honestly, uh, I've been a little jaded in the area of, of personal growth and personal development. I would say when I first started in my career, I was really hungry to listen to speakers, podcasts, read books, articles that dealt with leadership. But for the last 10 uh, to 15 years or so, I've been in heavily involved with leadership development in my organization. You know, everybody knows I work at Chick-fil-A. And so every iteration of leader or form of leader that you see now, nine times out of 10, I was involved in their development from a develop, uh, developmental class standpoint. And so kind of going through that content, um, you know, every quarter or every six months as we had different waves of leaders come through, it becoming it became a, a little bit, not say monotonous, but it got to be a strain. And I didn't really I said, I said to myself, I, why am I continuing to want to push for new content and still having the backlog following up with old content? And I just got tired of it, man. I just got out of the loop of it. But right now, um, you know, really at the back end of 2022, going into 2023, I've got a renewed focus around this area of personal development, personal growth, self-improvement, because I understand when I ask the leader get better, I ask the business owner get better everything else around me that involves either a my job at, at chick-fil-a or b my show or you know or c uh the, the the interior design business we have any leg of influence that i have as i get better those legs get stronger uh the everything that my hand touches gets better and so if for you guys listening get lock into something that will help you be better so uh, in, it could be industry focused it can be broad but find somebody follow somebody subscribe to my youtube channel subscribe to somebody's youtube channel that's putting out positive content that will help you advance and get better um when the leader stops growing the organization stops growing now everybody knows I me mean, chick-fil-a didn't necessarily stop growing because i stopped uh, uh passionately pursuing um, personal development, but in your own organization in, or in your own business, you could be the bottleneck in, in your organization because you haven't placed value or priority on personal development. So let's make a commitment to continue to, to get better because the, here's the secret. As you get better, your organization will get better too. Um, when you, and also another important thing, when you're getting better, you're exposing yourselves, yourself and your organization to a new way of thinking and different ways of thinking. You know, a lot of times uh, the methods that got you there to, you know, they got you to point A may not be the methods or the mindset that get you to point B or the point C. So the, the continuous development, the continuous mindset of getting better will help us continue to move on as the world changes, as technology changes, as just people change. There's definitely a need for us to get more acquainted with what those people's needs are. How do we meet their needs? How do we serve them better? Because think about this, for those of you who have uh, the opportunity to work with teams, 
the better understanding you have of how your team is thinking and how you can appeal to that thinking without compromising your business's core values or core tenants, the more apt they are to be able to do the job because you're more accommodating to who they are. Um, it, you know, self-improvement and self uh and, and and self building is all about refreshing your mindset and giving you a renewed uh sense of being and renewed lens to view things from and so number one uh from the tpe pickup i, I hope that you know the entrepreneurs out there uh, the professionals out there the business owners the ceos uh you guys are hearing this and, and understanding that hey it won't hurt you to go pick up a book it won't hurt you to go uh listen to a podcast on the way home from work or the way to work like, like you have to start to carve out and invest in yourself because you are going to give yourself the greatest return. You know, um, you know, we're looking for different things to invest in. Look at number one to invest in and because you're going to be able to produce the highest yield. What you do well is what you will attract. I think all of us who are attempting to be better leaders, all of us who are attempting to be better entrepreneurs, better CEOs, we got to think about our leadership in the context of what do we do well and how do we attract more people towards us? And not necessarily just more clients or more, or more customers. As you start to scale, you'll need a team. Uh, you'll need to start looking at people on your uh, that's around you to be able to get you additional help, additional services. And so you have to start thinking about really zoning in on the things that you do extremely well, because when you really tap into those things, those will be the things that will bring other people to you. And so, number one, identify your strength. Some of us are better at talking to people. Some of us are better at, at analysis. Some of us are good at um just coaching. So we've got to figure out, number one, what is it that, that you're good at? What is it that you, you can uh, replicate and train others to do and pour into others and make them better uh, in the regard of your strength? Number two, um, you have to co connect your strength to your why. A lot of times um, we tend to be passionate about things that don't necessarily correlate to our strength immediately. And so we got to figure out how do we marry our passions with our strengths. I think that's very important. And, num and number three, we have to sharpen our strengths. You know, sometimes uh, when we, we jump out there and open our own business or we want to pursue a management or leadership position, we negate thinking that we have to continue to get better. A lot of times when we get ourselves in the position, we forget that we have to continue to develop. We have to continue to grow. We have to continue to um, pour into ourselves. So once you identify that thing that you're good at, try to find books, podcasts, um, uh, different groups on Facebook that will complement you being able to continuing to build that strength that will complement or supplement you be getting better in that area that you're the strongest in and then last but certainly not least build and leverage relationships that you attract so a lot of times again when we're talking about just getting you know trying to bring more people to us we have to learn how to not only attract them but also build relationships with them that are profitable both ways if you help more people get what they want inevitably they will help you get more of what you want and so let's let's go back over those four things number one identify what you're strong in and identify the thing that you're good at number two Connect your strength with your why. Figure out what your passion is and how can you connect it to what you're strong at. Uh, strong at number three, sharpen that strength. Always seek to sharpen that blade. Always seek to find opportunity to sharpen that iron. Find other people who are better. Find other people who are, who who uh, has has done the thing that you're good at longer and learn from them and try to incorporate those things into what you do. Number uh, four. 
build and leverage relationships that you attract like build and, and, and connect with people that a that want to work under you from a, a mentorship standpoint or b people that you connect in the field and you have similar mindsets and then grow with them because again connectivity and collaboration is going to be the difference maker in your 2023 and your success going forward uh leading through being there for others um, leading uh, through being there for others. And number one, um, if you're going to be an effective leader and if you're going to really be there for your team and be there for the people that you that are in your organization, being there is about your attitude, not your skill. I think a lot of times we look at our uh, ability to lead and we immediately default to just how good we are at our job or certain or certain aspects of our jobs in terms where it deals with the competency and getting tasks done. But a lot of what our leadership is really revolves around the attitude we have around interacting with other people and interacting not only with people but their situations i think a lot of times as leaders we forget that people are people people are humans they have emotions they have things that they're, they're going through now do we immediately allow those things um or not immediately on a long going basis ongoing basis do we allow those things to affect what we're doing organizationally or from a business standpoint no but however we have to recognize and take a step back uh in moments where the human element comes in and adjust our attitudes towards how we view people and how we handle them because at the end of the day everybody's going to go through something we go through things as leaders and we want that same level of grace forwarded to us and so we're going to have to extend that grace to the people that we lead uh number two uh, being there for others is, is not about pushing your own agenda. Um, you know, of course, you have your responsibilities and, and of course, you're, you're accountable for certain things. But on the flip side of that, you still have to uh, have enough uh, bandwidth to be able to to field and anticipate what other people need to uh, being a leader isn't all about you you can't be self-centered and so you have to learn to um, hear out and see what other people need and feel what they need and being able to adjust uh, what you're doing throughout the day to accommodate to accommodate those things you know I can't tell you how many times I'm in the restaurant or just in different organizations that I have the opportunity to, uh, to hold a leadership position in and I'm walking through with what I have in mind for me to do however there's there's Plenty of times when people will call me, ask me, say, hey, can you do this or can you do that? And I have a decision. Either I can say, no, I don't have time for that. I'm going to do what I need to do. Or I can ac accommodate what they need. And more times than not, the more that I do that, the more willing the teams that I serve are willing to help me get things done that I need to get done as well. So as a leader, you have to be willing to help and you have to be willing to step up and show that you can do more than just what you need to do. All right. Number three, uh, having the confidence to serve because your team needs it. Um, a lot of times, if you find yourself in a leadership, leadership position, you're not only uh, leading things from a managerial standpoint, but you're actually leading other people um, into uh, uncharted territory that's beyond the organization. Uh, you're going to have mothers, uh, daughters, brothers, sons, uncles, aunts. You're going to have people who have various uh, titles or various uh, situations that work for you that may need you beyond just what, uh, what the job calls for. And so you having a confidence in yourself, you can not only help in leading them um, for what they need organizationally, but you can help lead them become a better person. And I always say in, in our organization, if you help the person get better, inevitably they'll be a better team member or they'll be a, be a better teammate. So let's, you know, as a leader, you have to have that confidence to be able to say, hey, I'm confident in myself. Not to say that you're perfect, but you're confident enough to be able to lead yourself and to help others lead themselves better. That makes sense. Um, number four. 
It's not about the title that you have. It's about the position you are in to be able to help other people. Um, I think a lot of times leaders look at the title, whether the executive this or the director of that or or whatever. Those things hold value in the hierarchy of what the organization needs. But at the end of the day, like I said at the top of this, people, we're all humans. We're all people. So it has to be you have to be able to leverage your title beyond the constraints of the job to be able to influence the trajectory of someone else. I'll say that again. You have to go beyond the constraints of the, that your title gives you in terms of responsibility to be able to impact the trajectory of someone else's life. Um, whether a person is going to be in your organization organization for a month, a year, 10 years, you have to be in a position mentally uh, and emotionally and spiritually to be able to say, hey, let me help you get better as an, indiv- as an individual. Um, and last but certainly not least, you got to learn to do these things out of the kindness of your heart. Um, I think a lot of times uh, we don't understand understand that people know when we're doing things out of force people know that when we're doing things and, and it's not genuine and so at, at, at all costs um you have to kind of try to train yourself if this is not obvious to other people that you're that you're genuine and you're doing it out of the kindness of your heart sometimes i kind of slip here and it's not intentional it's just i might be busy or or appear to be busy at least um and i, I project that i'm frustrated or i project that i don't want to be bothered and so you have to really work on what you're projecting as a leader so so none of your messaging and mis- is misconstrued or people take you the wrong way um watch who waters your seeds right watch who you talk to and receive information from um, all conversation uh, isn't good conversation you gotta be aware of who you are you have to be aware of what your vision is and you gotta be aware of of the things that you align yourself with because sometimes everything that sounds good isn't good or isn't necessarily for us in the moment so number one, I already said it, all conversation isn't good conversation. Be Have discernment of who you listen to because uh, anybody can make anything sound good, but is it sound? Anything, anybody can make anything sound good, but is it sound? Is it built on a good foundation? Is it applicable to where you are in life? Um, number two, ensure that your goals align with your values. A lot of times we have goals that do not necessarily align with, with the values that we have or vice versa. And then that's where frustration comes into play. That's where we find ourselves getting angry with our, with the organization that we're, that we're dealing with, or we're uh, unsure about where to go in life and unsure about what are the things that we're going to do. So you have to really uh, take a, take a a fine tooth comb to your life and, and, and evaluate are the things I'm pursuing, do they align with the value set do I have? Um, do I have the same level of, do I have the necessary level of drive to pursue those, th- to pursue those goals as well? Um, number three, what level in life are you at in relation to the content and the uh, mentorship that you're receiving? Sometimes there's people who are talking well above where we are in life and we try to adopt those qualities or adopt those principles or integrate those things. And so into some capacity, you can but sometimes those uh, the things that we consume, whether it be via social media or advice from other people, may be from a perspective that is well above where we are or it might skip some necessary steps for us. And so be aware and have some discernment about who you listen to and where they are in life, because you might be trying to take information from somebody who has uh, crossed a certain hurdle that you need to cross to really fully comprehend and appreciate the information that they're giving you. Um, and then last, but certainly not least, do you have the skills to execute 
what it is that you're looking to go do. Um, you know, this is a clip driven, meme driven society and culture that we're living in right now. And a lot of times we see the end result of a lot of people's hard work. Um, you know, a lot of times people have put four or five, 10, 15 years into something. And we think that we should be able to immediately be able to uh, emulate or duplicate whatever, whatever it is that they're doing. You have to be able to say, do you have the skills to actually do that? Do you have the um, have you put the sacrifice in? Have you put the time in? Do you have the experience? Do you have the maturity to be able to execute at a high level or at least at the level that you think you should be? Uh, executing that. So again, when you're talking about your growth as a leader, watch who you are listening to, watch who you are, are, are consuming in terms of just the different, um, the different things that are out there because there are a lot of great things out there, but there are a lot of things out there that are a, a bit misleading and not necessarily in the context of it's not true. It just may not be applicable for you in the moment, in that time frame. So you have to be really acquainted with your goals. You have to be really acquainted with your values and you got to be really acquainted with your skill set. Um, and, and if you have a fine tune, if you fine tune those three things and you get an, a, a good idea of where it is that you want to do and where it is that you want to be, you can definitely definitely growing your leadership but you got to be cautious into who you listen to and what you and what you pursue who's at fault uh the classic blame game you know a lot of times when things happen uh or when things go on in our lives that aren't favorable or, or don't uh, align with what we want we we always are looking for a finger to point or somebody to blame uh, sometimes we have to take a step back and really assess what do we do you know, what role did we play in this? So number one, uh, when you're talking about, you know, the blame game or who's at fault, we got to take a look, a, a look in the mirror. You know, we've got to take a look in the mirror and see, you know, how did we uh, contribute to the situation? How did we contribute to the results? How did we, you know, did we did we contribute enough? Uh, did we um, make implications where there are miscommunications on both ends, our ends and the persons or organizations that we're interacting with? What's the problem and how did I, the individual who is a part of the situation, contribute to the failure? Uh, number two, you know, and here's the thing. When failures and things happen and we're looking for somebody to blame, there's not always it's not always all the time negative. There's also lessons that we can learn from these instances. And so when you look at a failure or when you look at a, a time where you didn't reach your result, instead of, again, just wanting to blame someone else, look on the bright side and see what lessons were learned during that time. What did you gain from this? Um, and every lesson uh, and everything that you lose in, there's some level of lesson that you can gain from. So to keep that perspective in mind. Number three, you know, how can we next time turn this failure into a success aside from the things that you learn from specifically what could you have done differently to 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 change the result to change the outcome to build the outcome um and and lastly um what like what did you do well in the failure you know, um, there is some, you know, again, you might have failed and there was lessons learned from the failure, but there's also things that you probably did that you did well during the time in which you were trying to succeed. So identify those things and you would never really reach or maximize your potential if you're constantly blaming someone else for your mishaps or you're constantly blaming someone else for your mistakes or failures. And so you got to start taking some ownership and some accountability for the things that aren't going right in your life. It's not always someone else's fault. At a certain point, if you continuously 
kind of continue to run into the same set of situations, particularly with different groups of people, you have to start looking at yourself to say, well, what role am I playing in the results that I'm generating? It can't always be someone else's fault. It can't always be uh, because someone else isn't doing X, Y, and Z. Take this mind.